The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email spots. clients. Identify Some fonts from where to find the Welcome to International SEO Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day discussing how you can get the best possible SEO performance out of your site around the globe. Joining us for International SEO Week is Sarah Presh, who is the Senior Customer Marketing Manager for Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. So far this week, Sarah and I have talked about your options for translating your content into a local language. We talked about you setting your multinational SEO strategy. And yesterday we talked about some of the cultural nuances that you need to consider for localization. We're going to continue the conversation today talking about the importance of micro-localization. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the fourth installment of International SEO Week with Sarah Presh, Senior Customer Marketing Manager for Searchmetrics. Sarah, welcome back to International SEO Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Always excited to continue our conversation. We left off yesterday's conversation after talking about content translation and strategy, but some of the differences between some of the countries. And it's not only just the differences in countries. Sometimes there's this notion that countries can be different in different regions. I will use the example of the United States. I think that it's no secret that you kind of have major urban metros that generally most of them, the sort of coastal elites, you might say, there are kind of the two coasts in the United States, the, you know, the San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York, Boston, D.C., they tend to be more liberal. And then you kind of have the middle of the country, which tends to be more conservative. And often that content might resonate differently in different parts of the country. 
talk to me about what you consider to be micro-localization and how granular should you get when you're thinking about expanding new countries? I think it really, again, depends on your target audience and who you're looking to impress. Like, to be honest, like what you said, as an Irish person, I would have no clue that, for example, different parts of the US were so different and different pieces of content might resonate differently with different places in the US. So I think that kind of just goes to highlight how important it is to have somebody who actually understands that market. Like I speak English, you speak English. We can understand each other absolutely fine. But when it comes to these nitty gritty things, I can't deal with, I couldn't deal with the US market. It's one of the things that I think it's more tone than it is translations. It's not like people in the Southern part of the United States or the Midwest speak a different language. They have a different inflection. They have a different tone, right? And you can actually hear it in how they speak, right? There's a a Southern drawl or, you know, Southwestern twang. Uh, I'm sure that everybody on the coast has their own accent as well. So when you're trying to make content that resonates with a local market and that local market can be very diverse, how much do you think about, you know, translation and making sure that your tone is accepted in the right way? Or are you just kind of writing in a specific language and just kind of hoping it's universal? See, I think this is a case where it's not really translation. If, if it's kind of the same country with the same language, I think it would just be kind of adaption, as you say, just making it sure that it's suitable for the different places. I can give you an example between the UK and Ireland. Very similar. Most people think that you can have one strategy. But then there's little differences. For example, in the UK, you'd call them trainers. In Ireland, you'd call them runners. In the US, you'd call them sneakers. Like if you had a shop that sold runners and you wanted to do business in all three markets, then you're going to have to change your SEO strategy and can't just have one because everybody calls it something different. So what's the process for understanding and creating content for the different variances when you're trying to consider tone? Obviously, you're going to try to find somebody that's a local expert, but they have to read through every piece of content. That seems like a painful process as opposed to just doing an individual translation. How do you catch and and figure out the cultural nuances if you have a large content base? That's a very difficult one because sometimes things that you necessarily wouldn't think of could actually cause offense or upset people in different regions. I can give you an example of a big food delivery company that expanded into Northern Ireland and did a rebrand. I don't know if you're familiar with kind of the political scene in Northern Ireland, but you have the tension between like the Catholic people who would like a united Ireland, the Protestants who want to be part of the UK, and then colours play into that. So this big food company expanded into Northern Ireland. They rebranded and their current colours were orange. And orange is associated with the orange order. And Excuse my ignorance. What's the orange order? Yeah. So the orange order are... So you have two kind of divisions... Most people have heard of the IRA, but also on the other side, there's the Orange Order. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. 
Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with a low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So then in the United States, I'm not sure if this is the exact parallel, but there's gangs and there's red and blue are, are generally the colors. And there's the, the Bloods and the Crips are two gangs generally, in the most notably in Los Angeles, two of the most popular, well-known gangs. And they butt heads and, you know, kind of live relatively close to each other. There's a color consideration. What I'm hearing is that orange has a social impact. When you think about orange, you know, that obviously has a sense of nuance and how you're representing your brand. Exactly. And then basically the Catholics, the people who are more associated with the green color, didn't feel included in the branding because it kind of came off as they were supporting the orange side of things. So therefore, the, the big food delivery company had to actually rebrand and choose something that wasn't either orange or green, just to kind of be neutral and stay in the middle. And people outside of Northern Ireland or Ireland wouldn't necessarily think that having orange branding would be so divisive, but it is. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, when you're thinking about localization and mostly micro-localization, uh, you know, I use the example of some of the differences in the United States based on, you know, where people live, there can be religious differences. And it's not only something that's going to be reflected in your language, it's everything that's presented in your brand. How granular do you recommend SEOs think or marketers think about when they're internationalizing? You know, do you get down into the regional level? What's the level of specificity that you need to think about? How micro do you need to get with your localization? I think, to be honest, in the day and age that we're living in, people are probably going to pick faults at anything if they're that kind of that way inclined. But I think you just need to take it on. Is this going to cause offense in that particular market? Is this going to cause a big issue? I know to give you another like Irish UK example right now, lots of companies kind of bundle the UK and Ireland together and they just call it the UK. And Irish people find it very offensive when they're kind of the big companies just call them part of the UK because they're not, they fought for their freedom from the UK. And, you know, it just doesn't leave people with a very good taste in their mouth. So again, I think, and if you take a look at certain places in the world, for example, seeing a slightly provocative advert could be very offensive to people. I think you need to take a look at, for example, if it's offensive, if people are more conservative and just, yes, you can kind of have fun, but make sure that you're thinking of the target audience 
and if they will find it fun, funny as well. There's a process here that when you're thinking about localization, you know, there's an effort that happens up front and there's your strategy where you're figuring out where to go and you're not only doing your keyword research, but starting to understand who your customers are, doing your market tests as well. And then there's the idea that the local markets and countries are not static. There is an evolution. As you're also continuing to operate in a given country, how do you keep an eye and a pulse on localization and make sure that you understand and are avoiding different pitfalls? Again, I think it's just having that person in the country who can kind of let you know what going on right now because there's going to be different different things kind of blow up over time and if you're not in the country you're not going to know about it so every marketing manager makes these campaigns if you're not in the country maybe you don't know that something's blowing up and this could be offensive so this is where working with that freelancer working with that agency working with that person that you've chosen in the particular market could just turn around and say look not a good idea yeah. And at the end of the day, if you're going to invest in doing localization in-house, it's something that you're going to need to maintain over time because different locations are your locations and your buying behaviors are going to be different in different parts of your market and they're not going to stay static. So you really got to understand what's happening around the world if you're going to be an international company. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Sarah Presh, the Senior Customer Marketing Manager at Searchmetrics. Join us again tomorrow when Sarah and I discuss how to evaluate your multinational SEO success. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to contact Sarah, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit her personal website, which is sarah.presh.ie, which is S-A-R-A-H dot P-R-E-S-C-H dot I-E. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app. and We'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.